Avengers. That was terrible. Sound like a kid going through puberty. You know what we should have. We should have done the awful. intro music as uh, "Deep Down in the Heart of Texas." Deep in That's the right. heart of Texas. Scott Odom, I know you don't care, and I know most people don't care. Yeah. Rangers are in the World Series right now. I care somewhat. That's kind of a big deal. There you go. It is a big deal. I, you listener, yes, being oh. here today is a big deal. Yes, because it is technically today. Oh, Hallow's Eve. Halloween. If you're listening this the day it comes out, it's actually November, but Ooh. we're recording on Halloween. Wow, it's November. And if Evan, if you're wondering why Evan sounds like he does, he is joining us yes. from the house because first time ever he has the plague, aka a- <laughs> throat. But that can't keep me away from you, Scott. Mm. Virtually. Wow. We're still here to podcast today. If it does sound a little different, we do apologize. I think now it's roughly 40% of the Simple Church staff has been sick this week in some way, shape, or form. It's all been stripped. Yeah. Well, yeah, COVID yeah. last week going into this. No, but it is, it's been like four or five cases of strep throat so far. Which is so weird because my throat really only hurt one day, but we don't need to well, go I Well, I have heard that patient zero is Brian Reed. Now you've called him out on air. I so have. I have. Tell Brian. Yep. Absolutely. But we're not talking about that, Scott. To Brian Reed. No, we're not. Avon Serenko. Talking about reality. Scott, have you heard Ooh. of simulation theory? Simulation theory? Uh-huh. I'm going to go with no. Jordan? I'm a bit too I simple. mean, I could guess what it might be. That we're old Guess what simulation. it is. Throw it out there. I would guess that it would be that you're living in a world that's not real. Living in a world? Hey, that's not Absolutely weird. right. Kind of goes back to the ten Matrix, points. right? I got 10 points. <laughs> this isn't a competition. <laughs> it is, and Jordan's winning now. By the way, since Evan isn't here, I know you at home can't see us, but we're very relaxed today in the old podcast. It's studio. cold in here. Yep, got my shoes off, got my feet up. Anyway, back to the simulation theory. There's a good mental picture for you, Scott's feet. Mm. Just imagine, as you're listening, what they look like. Oh, they're beautiful. <laughs> But it's this idea that things are not real. We are living in a simulation. Mm. Kind of goes back to the Matrix. Both of you seen the Matrix? I have. Mm-hmm. All of them. Right. So you can't trust your surroundings you or reality. Or the blue pill. Very good. Blake has never seen it. We were talking about it this week. What? He was born after it came out. That's true. I'm, I forget how old I am sometimes. Right. But all of this being said is this Sunday, Justin is out of town. He is going with Ian, his son, and I get to fill in and speak. Always appreciate being asked. And as I was preparing and thinking about this last couple of weeks, it came up this word over and over again was unreal. It actually started with the Rangers mm. that they made the World Series. Because it and was then unreal. just talking about it. was. It really was, Scott. If we're going to go down that path for a minute, they looked done in the last game of the regular season. They scuffled at the end. Didn't think they'd make it out of the first round. And then they just kept winning on the road. They now have the most road wins ever by a postseason team. It really wow. is an unreal They're unbeaten way that you see it. 9-0 and as of this recording. That's pretty unreal. Hopefully it's 10-0 and tonight. Feel like You'll know when you're listening to this. We're in a simulation. That's right. But then it came up with just the war in the Middle East and what's going on in Israel and all the things that can happen. Almost. The economy, global pandemic. And it's just over and over, things just are unreal, Scott. Sometimes mm. in good ways. Sometimes in not so good ways. That is true. And so we're going to do today a little peek behind the curtain of what it's like getting ready for a message. Because, Scott, you have preached 
You have spoken in middle school ministry. <laughs> I'm about to say, yeah, one time I got like, asked one time and never again, by the way, to, to talk to middle schoolers. No comment. Jordan, you wow. I <laughs> uh, mean, not really. You told not a large. Me, you told me that I did a fantastic job, sir. You really did do a good job, everyone. We pick on Scott, and I just want to publicly, for the record, say that he did a very good job speaking Thank to the you. middle school students one time. Thank You're you. welcome. That one time, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That one time it was a good time. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking about this, getting ready for this podcast. So, as a youth pastor, I spoke probably forty weeks a year on average. So out of the 52, we had different stuff come up for 10 years solid, at least once a week. So 400 times speaking, delivering a message, doing something. Oh, sounds terrible. <laughs> but it really has trained my brain and how I think about things and look in examples and try to keep track of stuff and take notes and doing that. So if you're listening to this before Sunday, November the 5th, this is how this happens. This is how we get there. If you're listening after November the 5th, we'll put the link and you can go here. It's still how it happens, about. but it happens after the fact. Correct. And yeah. what actually makes the cut or what doesn't, yes. because the way I work, and I've actually talked to Justin some about this, we're a little bit different. And Brian Reed is another one who speaks a lot and fills in this thing. Says, I try to go and I end up with way too much stuff. And then you got to kind of cut down and cut and then for time, get it down to the best things, the most important things. Brian Reed actually writes out like every word of what he's going to say most of the time. This is also the same man that gets (laughs) transcribes of every podcast he listens to. He He reads the podcast. And actually, I sent him an app a couple weeks ago that they are developing a software that will convert any podcast. You put the audio file and then it makes it into a Word document, like a Google Doc for people like him. He's not an auditory learner. All that being said, there's different ways, different styles to do it, but I want to share some of the stuff I've been thinking about and working on for the message since we have this opportunity this week. And Scott, let's start with anxiety and stress. High anxiety. Mel Brooks. You personally. Yes, absolutely. Yes. You personally, how anxious do you feel right now and stressed in your life? Scale one to 10. Right now? Today, as we're recording this podcast. I'd probably say like a four. Wow. Okay. That's good. Yeah. But Jordan? oh, sorry. oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I mean, no, no. Go to Jordan. We can come back. Uh, I'd say Jordan. probably like a two. I my but my stress comes in waves. Okay. What does that mean? Come like most of the time, me. I'll be I'll be completely fine, but then I'll have a wow. That's nice. Yeah. I'll have a uh, like a ten minute window of you know like a stressful moment. And then it kind of goes away. Huh. I see that. All right, Scott, what were you going to say? No, I just, I don't, I don't stress about things. First of all, I stress about things you shouldn't stress about, things that don't matter. And then things that should, normal people do stress about. I'm like, yeah, I'll figure it out, figure itself out. Um, but actually, uh, going to anxiety in particular, I never really thought that I had anxiety. Never had a panic attack. Didn't know what those were. And in fact, made fun of people that had those and I didn't get any of that until after I got sober, which has been interesting. And how long have you been sober now? <sighs> three and a half years. <laughs> three and a half years. COVID, right? Yeah. COVID saved COVID, your life. Yeah, three and a half yeah. of your book. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So and then like when I first got sober, I was I was having a panic attack every hour. Which by the way, if you're wondering a panic attack feels like feels a lot like a heart attack apparently. 
I've never experienced that. And yeah. unlike you, I've not made fun of people that have them because I do know that. Okay, I didn't understand it. It's like, yeah, whatever. You know, you're just right. being silly. And then, no, no, it's like, it's the real deal. You think you're dying. So do you feel less stre- stressed and anxious now that you are sober in the last three and a half years? No, actually it's the exact opposite. I now have, I have anxiety now more than I've ever had anxiety ever in my life. I had anxiety day. I have anxiety almost daily after eating lunch. What does that mean? I don't know. Oh, not yeah. something specific. No, just no. General. No, my anxiety isn't triggered. Triggered? Triggled? Triggled. Isn't, <laughs> isn't triggered by anything that is like something tangible. Like it's not like I have a test coming up or it's not that something has happened it just will sh- pop up randomly now, and that's been happening ever since I got sober. It used to happen. It used to make sense because it would happen at the end of the day between 5 and 7 p.m. because that's when I would drink the most or start drinking. So when I didn't drink, that's when, of course, I would have anxiety. That would make sense. But now, almost every meal that I eat, I have anxiety after I eat. And really? I have talked to therapists. I have talked to my doctor, and they're like, yeah, we don't know about that. Because a lot of anxiety is triggered by something. I mean, most anxiety is triggered by something, whether it's a perceived thought or feeling or, you know, or it's an actual thought or feeling. You know, I say thought or feeling, like an actual, you know, like an event. Outside stimuli. Yeah, Yeah. outside, yeah. This, yeah, don't know why. Yep, fun stuff. Yep. (laughs) Well, I don't think you're alone. And basically every indicator and every measure of, Anybody that's looking at this across America says that we are experiencing record highs in anxiety and worry and depression. Suicide rates are up astronomically in younger generations. There's all kinds of stuff going on, and it's all theory. Nobody knows exactly why, but there is a correlation between the rise of the smartphone and social Mm -hmm. media, that there is a lot going on there that people are experiencing and not ever before in unprecedented ways. So it's a heavy thing. And yeah. so whenever Justin kind of said, Hey, we're doing a one-off. There's not really a series before this, whatever you want to do, you kind of do is like, okay, I think unreal. And this idea is what I'm going to camp out on. So that's how we got to this point, Scott. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. because of that now, like, cause of the information overload, I now severely limit my information. I do not watch the news at all. Like when all the stuff happened between like take Israel and Pakistan, or Palestine, excuse me, I had no idea. I had no idea any of that happened. The yeah. shooting in Maine, I didn't know about it till days after. Like, I have completely, like, I don't look at any local news, world news, nothing anymore. I just, I can't do it. Yeah, so I was going to say, do you feel like because you're overwhelmed and anxious already that just taking that in well, it's makes just, it worse? well, it, I don't know if it makes it worse, but for me, it's just, I just don't want to go there. It's too depressing. I, I suffer from depression already and I just don't want to go there. I don't want to, you know, maybe I shouldn't have my head in the sand. I don't completely ignore it because I, I, I will look stuff up if I'm interested in it, but just, I just feel like the less I know, the more better I am. Like if the end of the world is coming, fine. I'd rather not know. And that's another anxiety. I think people are worried about Jordan. What about you? You follow the news and it make you more anxious, less anxious. Don't care. Block uh, it out. I don't follow it too, too much. I'm kind of like Scott. I didn't know. I didn't know about the main shooting for a couple of days after, but then I got invested in it. Then I started really looking at it, not invested in a, you know, whatever, but yeah, 
No, I don't feel like I get anxiety over it. Um, like I said, my I don't I've never really struggled with anxiety or stress. It's just mine comes and goes in waves. I mean, like on the way just today, trying to get here because we had a boardwalk meeting that lasted three hours this morning when it probably should have only lasted two hours. Then I was rushing to try to get here. Uh, traffic on twenty. Had to eat lunch at two o'clock and try to get everything ready. And then you're at home, so trying to get the Zoom set up. So like that was an anxious moment. For a second, but now I'm very far past over that. So I don't yeah. know. Like I said, mine just kind of comes and goes. I don't. I don't feel like it just stays with me. Right, right. Like a constant sense of it. Yeah, I feel personally for me of being aware of world events and things that are happening. That is part of the responsibility to minister to people. And I know we are silly. We can joke on this podcast a lot. And Jordan's like, "Hey, let's do a more serious episode today." So this is what you get, listener. But Honestly, it's take it, that it, listener. That's right. If you like it, let us know. If you don't, we'll go back to silliness. But it is something that I feel a responsibility to try to be informed at least and never an expert on anything, but at least know what's happening. So when you speak to people when people are going through things, there is a an awareness. And I'm not watching cable news twenty four seven. I'm not going and doing it, but I listen to a podcast in the morning, typically that's like a short version of what's happened in the world today. Then I'll try to go and follow stuff. Honestly, different perspectives. I try to follow different sides of the opinions and thoughts and hear different things. So like today, Christianity Today had uh, David French on, who's a constitutional lawyer, to talk about what is a war crime, what's going on in Israel, and what do we believe as Christians. And it was really fascinating. I was listening to that while I was getting medicine and picking up stuff at Walmart. So there is a lot going on. It can be overwhelming. And I don't think it's definitely everybody's responsibility to know everything that's going on in the world because you can't. You don't know and you're not required to do that. But I personally feel like we're trying to lead people. We're trying to have discussions. We're trying to be aware of what's going on as a church and talk about it in the best way that we can to help people to know what to do. And spiritually, honestly, is how to handle these things. And that's what this message Sunday is all about. That was heavy, Scott. That was heady. Heady, heavy. I don't know. I just, I, I, I totally understand where you're coming from, but. Just for me personally, I don't know, man. I just yeah, and I don't think you it should. affects me. You. Yeah, well, and, but like think like my wife, God bless her, loves as many wives do, loves murder podcasts, serial killer TV shows. I looked it up one time. I can't remember what it said, but like I can't watch that stuff like she does. It it I'm too much of a feeler. If you look into Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram 4, which is a deep feeler, which I am. I'm a very deep feeler. And I tend to um <laughs> I tend to put myself like like I it tends to make me have very irrational fears. Like for instance, if I watch something about a serial killer, I think that either A, I am a serial killer, which I am not. <laughs> Just for the record. I am not. I, I have way too much of a guilty conscience, and and I, I can't even hurt a fly. I can't even get yell at my dog, much less hurt anyone. So if I can't even yell at little Reed, I couldn't hurt anybody. So number one, it makes me either think I'm a serial killer, or number two, it makes me think I'm going vi- to be a victim. And, or everyone around you is a serial killer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and I hate that feeling. And pl- It's all so dark and as i said earlier morose that's and a great like, word. and like why why would you want to immerse yourself in that i would rather keep things light and i airy. do think it's fascinating that 
we have turned people's worst moments in crimes and the horrible parts of humanity into entertainment. Oh yeah. And like, like if anything like that ever happened to me, God forbid, or to my family, the last thing I would want is some complete stranger making a living off of my tragedy. You know, that like, would be weird. like yeah. cause that's what there's they're a, doing. <laughs> there's a meme that's, the Oregon Trail. Did y'all play the Oregon Trail growing up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it says, me dying of dysentery. I hope one day no one ever makes fun of me for dying this horrible death. <laughs> right? It's like, yeah. It's become entertainment. And it's uh, just, desensi- desensitized. Yeah. That's the word. De- desensitized. That's yeah. It. And like the, you know, and then now they're making like, like the the Dahmer series, and then with uh, what's his face? It was like the number one show in the world. Yeah, obviously. and then before that though, they had a whole thing with um, the good looking guy for that played Bundy, you know, and all that stuff. And it's like, yeah, those guys did terrible, terrible things. We do not need to talk about nor glory. I just feel like you're glorifying it. Mm-hmm. Like they did terrible things and ruined people's lives. And I just feel like you're kind of just glorifying it. Like, look at these terrible... Because, I mean, some of the... Like, the Boston Bombers, they had groupies. Yeah. Oh, That's, yeah. Like, oh, you shouldn't convict them because he's cute. Sorry, I'm getting off on a whole nother soapbox. But, I mean, but all that, though, is just like... It's just too much for I think me. it's a factor. It contributes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and plus... And, and for me, personally, I let people bother me too much, too. That's another thing. That's a personal issue, though. Getting For deep, sure. getting deep into my own, own. You just left counseling. You yeah. came here, and you're just still open. I well, because I am. I'm in I your feelings. A, yeah, I'm an open <laughs> book, bro. That's right, Bruh. Bruh. I moved to California. So, <laughs> so Scott, let's lighten you, up. Hold on, hold on. Which, but oh. lighten up. We cannot put a camera on me because I have been making faces. I'm doing all kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff. Anyway, well, we also figured out that Zoom will do emojis with your hand yes. a minute ago. It, then it, it won't do it again. And now we turned it off somehow. Which, for for those of you that obviously can't see it, Evan did a heart emoji earlier, and little hearts came up on Zoom. How crazy I put my hands that? in the shape yeah. of a heart, and we yeah. summoned hearts. Yes, and now the hearts are summonless. Anyway. Anyway. Moving so, on. Scott, going on a lighter side of that, but in it's some ways, isn't so light, side. is misinformation and fake yes. news. Yes. Have you... Have you experienced this at all? Or are you someone oh, not watching the news? You probably gosh. not. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Well, because what happens is, is there's a certain person on staff. Let's uh, not name people. Uh, let's not Jordan name Jordan perked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who but is this is, person? It is a person who is a leader. He's in a leadership role. Might even <laughs> be in the leadership role. And, you know, sometimes he gets his information wrong. and But yet, he will die on that hill. For instance, just the other day, he talked about Russia had bombers in the Caribbean. That is not true. (laughs) Russia sent one bomber to Venezuela in 2018, but that was in 2018. That is not now. So it's like, you know, but yeah, there's a lot of, and also because I have family that are crazy and they Definitely buy into the whole, you know, they just buy into some way. Like, it's so weird to me that this this post-COVID world, stuff that like pre-COVID you would go, ah, that's, that's, yeah, that's crazy. 
Now they're like, oh, it's true. Like the theory, like I, I can't think of any theory off the top of my head right now, but some of the stuff that's out there is so far-fetched, yet you find out there's a whole movement behind it. Birds aren't real. Guy, That's a great example. That that guy is- formed it. They did a whole Netflix thing on it. He formed it as a joke, and it caught fire, and there are people that believe birds are not real, and it's a joke. That's crazy to me. Now, birds aren't real is exactly what something I was going to go into on Sunday is this idea. If you don't know, it's basically a funny website and social media account that a guy said he had evidence that the CIA replaced every bird with a spy drone when Ronald Reagan was president in the 80s. And no bird that you see in nature is real anymore. They're all spying for the U.S. government. And it just became an internet joke, a meme kind of thing, but it got picked up by major news publications. Dude, he's written a book now. He sells merch and t-shirts. They have rallies and meet up and hundreds of people will gather together to chant and march and say that birds aren't real and the government should stop spying on us using bird drones. And it's just this weird, wild internet thing of, I think part of it is there are real things that are hard to believe that are unreal, that are crazy in society. So we're looking for some outlet. And part of it is, it's just the absurdity of it all that we just throw our hands up and want to almost embrace chaos. <laughs> it's unknown. And if we don't know what's real, then we might as well joke about everything not being real. Oh, but yeah. I think that can be a slippery slope. Yeah, because then it goes too far. And then there are people that are willing to do terrible, crazy things for a falsehood. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a funny example. And I've got some more light ones. Do you know the onion, Scott? Are you familiar with the onion? No, but I do know about the spiders. Oh, okay. The onion is a fake news organization. Oh, that oh, makes oh, you're talking about, I thought it was a, th- a thing about an onion. Oh, I know all about onion news. I thought you had. I, I love onion Jordan, news. Jordan, do you know about the onion? Yeah. Okay, so I pulled some headlines. Half of them are real. These are things that really happen in the world, and half of these are the onion. So I'm just going to quiz you and see how many you can get, Scott. You ready? Sure. We'll let Jordan answer too. Coast Guard arrests a man trying to run a giant hamster wheel across the Atlantic Ocean. That's the onion. 100% real. Guy did it. It's NPR reported the story. He built his own hamster wheel and was going to try to go across the Atlantic Ocean. Why didn't they let him? I guess because they have to go rescue him later. <laughs> I like, who cares? Couldn't like, have gotten that far. Yeah, you want to do oh, it? Oh, for one. It. Jordan, a baseball story. Emotional support alligator removed from Philadelphia Phillies baseball game. I'm going to say that's real. That's onion. 100% real. <laughs> photos. Yeah, I remember fan. hearing about it. An emotional, emotional support. support yeah, they alligator. tried to get in. Yeah. <laughs> and he has a leash. Oh yeah, it has gosh. a leash. I mean, it's a little alligator, but still. And you see those signs that say emotional support animals welcome. Oh, I have a funny Not story alligators. about one on the about the convention center, but we can save it for later. Okay, there you go. Service dog gets his own college diploma with many cheers. With no, a service dog gets his own college diploma to many cheers. That's real, Scott. Real, Jordan. Nah, hundred percent real. <laughs> uh, I can't remember the name of the college. Yep. They gave this service dog a college degree. Yeah, because his uh, well, well, but to be fair, because the, his his owner or the person that he was with, he attended every class she attended. Like so, she he literally went through the entire college. 
Does she have student debt? He didn't learn anything, Scott. Well, but he was still 100% a good boy. The dog has to have student debt. 100%. They charge that dog. (laughs) Seton Hall College giving dogs degrees. Mm. Jordan, boyfriend arrested for punching a jack-o'-lantern who smiled at his girlfriend. What are you, drunk arrested? Man arrested for punching a jack-o'-lantern who smiled at his Not only real, but happened in Florida. It would be a Florida story, but that one's the onion. Uh, Funny story about jack-o'-lanterns. My two-year-old at the moment, every time we say jack-o'-lantern, he said jack-o'-pumpkins. They're all (laughs) jack-o'-pumpkins. Say the darndest thing. It's funny. Last one. Cool leaf carried a couple feet. A cool I'm going to say that's, that's too outrageous not to be true. So I'm saying true. It's it's a real headline. One dollar. <laughs> that is the onion. That one is uh, made up. And it's just a picture of a leaf falling from a tree. Hilarious. But that is the lighter. Yeah, which which I, have, I have one more that oh, was started on the internet about spiders getting into your mouth while you sleep. Completely made up. Is it really? It is completely made up. It was made up by Cambridge, one of those weird, like one of those Ivy League colleges. Like they did it in a class just to see if it would catch fire. But yeah, if you look it up, yeah, it's completely made up. Spiders do not crawl in your mouth at night. And if they did, and like my dad fell for it. He went out, like I'll never forget when that rumor started. started. We feel like that's pre-internet. Yeah, like we got our house like... um. Those uh, they they make these ultrasonic things that you plug into your all your plugs in your house, and supposedly it keeps bugs away. Because he was so worried about spiders crawling in his mouth. No way. Yeah, but yeah, it's completely made up. That's right. It's a false sleepfoundation.org mm-hmm. says it's an urban legend and widespread fear has been yep. spread. Yeah, and it it started like it started out as an experiment of like. I forget what it is, but like some Ivy League school is like, you know, like, you know, because they all have those weird experiments that they do. And like, let's see if this country's fire and it caught fire. It caught. Talk about that wildfire. Anyway, (laughs) moving (laughs) on. Anyway, all that to be said is be aware of what you're consuming Hmm. and check sources. Yeah, because it really does cause fear and anxiety. Some people are using that intentionally to manipulate you and to Mm -hmm. sell you things or to control public opinion or Well, and going back to the news, you know, I don't care which side you're on, liberal or or not, or, you know, but, like, they all have an agenda. So the no-spin zone, guess what, is full of spin. So, like... (laughs) Just a different kind of spin. Yeah, it's just all in how you want to look at it. So you got to be careful with all that stuff, and you have to take... I mean, other than the actual factual reporting, a lot of that stuff you just got to take with a grain of salt because that's how they make their money by manipulating you and and trying to get you to buy into their product or whatever they are, whatever falsehood they're sailing. Sailing? Because they're sailing. Selling. Come sail away. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just one man's opinion. Right. One level of spin of the seat and then another one as i heard an interview with a fact checker for the bbc and they were talking to him that's right because british broadcasting company in england and all around the world 
they had a video of an exact replica of a BBC set that went viral where it was a reporter who had a British accent talking about weapons that Hamas was using that came from the Ukraine and the United States. And it got reposted by a Russian official the next day and they investigated it. And it does not say BBC anywhere on the video. It does not use their logo in any way. But if you just looked at it, it would look exactly like a BBC set. And it wow. was Russian propaganda that was made in Russia to discourage weapons being sent to Ukraine. And it got tens of millions of views. Wow. And this BBC fact checker's job is to try to go back and tell people, like, hey, this isn't really us. This is not real. Yeah. Speaking of the BBC, I have heard that is the best place to, to listen to news as far as the U.S. is concerned. Because they don't have any dog in the fight. So they're the least biased. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, so if but, you want just straight fact about the U.S. news in particular, straight fact. Sorry, but it's just in videos of and it goes back to the election and whatever well, you yeah. believe what happened that Russia was influencing Facebook and buying ads actually did happen, and we don't need to go down that rabbit hole. But all of that to be said is in a digital world in the age that we live in, especially I think well, maybe yeah, and with with the AI technology now, like it's. It's hard to know what's real and what's not anymore. And, and, and it's getting worse. Yeah. Like right now, Caleb on his computer has my voice and can make me say anything that he wants to. Same thing with me. Trusting Caleb. That's right. We input it in an app. There's a program there and it sounds, you can tell just a little bit, but it keeps yeah, getting better a, and better. Yeah. It's got a little modulation on it, but it's not, it's not terrible. And those things are just what we can use. We can download and goof around with, not to mention what more powerful actors and people that have these yeah, things. Yeah, and, and it, that kind of stuff makes me realize I'm just I'm just becoming more and more of an old man. <laughs> it makes me just want to just like be like, get off my property, you know, and live in an the woods somewhere. Soul. Right? And that's one answer, but I don't think everybody could do that. Well, no, but, so but as, and honestly, too, going back to that real quick, you, you don't want to do that. You can't do that because, because you can't be the extreme and be all in it because then you're just going to drive yourself nuts. But you can't go to the other extreme and just dig a hole and live in it because what kind of life is that? Somewhere you have to find some kind of balance because you can't just live in anxiety and fear the whole time. But then you can't just completely have your head in the sand because then you are going to be vulnerable and not know what's going on. So really, there's you have to search and find some kind of balance in it. Because if you don't, you're just going to be miserable. And what a perfect ending note, Scott. Because this Sunday, I'm trying to encourage people and share some hope that we can in these weird yeah. worlds. Yeah, because, and that's the other thing too. Sorry, I'm, I'm like, you're hitting on some points. Like, I love it. There are certain people in my life, they're like, well, the world's just terrible right now. It's really not. There's a lot of hope out there. I mean, are there terrible things that are going on? Absolutely. But there's still so much hope. And there's still so much we can do. There's still so much that we do do. I mean, just Simple Church in particular. But I mean, you know, there's just so much good that if you ignore it, sure, then everything's terrible, but you can't ignore it. There is good. There is hope. There's love out there. So what do we do, do Scott? We do good. That's right. Yeah, and, and that's the other thing that I want to say, too, real quick, just talking about anxiety and all this. 
a lot of it, even though like my anxiety, my anxiety, my anxiety, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but my anxiety does crop up out of nowhere, but it's my choice to let me control it or it's my choice to let it control me. Sorry, I went dyslexic and accent, but yeah, it's my choice to let it control me. But instead I go to therapy like I did today and I learn the tools and tricks that it doesn't control me. And you have to do the same thing with all this. If you live in the negative, you're going to be negative. And guess what? You're going to make everyone around you miserable. And you are going to be alone because no one wants to be around you because you're miserable to be around. But if you look for the positive, if you find the positive and you choose to be just a little more positive in your life, you will see more positivity. Mm. How you Listen like that? Yeah. How you like them apples? Going deep. Have you seen that that new that tech ring or whatever it is where you wake up in the morning and you pull the app up and it's been on your finger all night and you wake up and it shows you like, oh, you're going to be in a good mood today and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, there, no. I was like, that's interesting. What if we woke up and we just did that anyway? You're going to kill someone today. Well, hopefully <laughs> the not. dark ring. Yeah. But no, but I mean, that is, that is an excellent point though, Jordan, is you do have to wake up and go, you know what? Because honestly, like if you wake up and like, you know, like, like you have one thing go wrong, you're like, oh, today's just a terrible day. No, that one moment may have been bad. And there are, of course, sometimes things happen that are really bad. But just because you spill coffee on your good shirt does not mean your entire day is ruined. You can choose to let that ruin your day. Or you can go, you know what? That sucks. But I'm going to keep going. And I'm going to get another cup of coffee. And that coffee is going to be great. Amen. Yeah, which that's, of course, saying that and doing it because I'm just as guilty as anyone else. Which <laughs> these two can definitely, because sometimes I am a moody moody guy and I'm not feeling it and I make things way more difficult than they have to be. And that's on me though. Because that's the way I chose to be that day. Yeah, but I feel like we do a good job of going, hey man, you good? Yeah. And then I can can come out of it because I choose to come out of it. And because I'm just as guilty as anyone else of being like that. But you really do have to find the positivity because that's the only way we're going to survive. Right. And let's end on a positive note, Scott. I am personally proud of you, knowing you for a long time. You're putting the work in. You're trying to continue to grow, to get better. And at the end of the day, I mean, it sounds cliche in a church podcast, but there is a hope beyond what we have in this world. And that is what we do cling to. And that is ultimately positivity, not just for positivity's sake. And I believe that we rob the world of the light that we're supposed to be, if you are hiding it under a bushel, no, we're going to let it shine. <laughs> and that's the other that thing. we can't go yeah. and withdraw from the world. Right, because yeah. that's why I don't think it's anywhere near the, the end of the world because I think there's just still too much hope out there. Side note real well, quick. Scott podcast. had the best, number one, in my opinion, pre-show segment that we have ever had <laughs> this past Sunday. <laughs> go watch it on YouTube. Dude, that was yeah. funny. Well, yeah, we need to bring him back well, more often. God, he was he funny. Behind the curtain, the candy monster is really Scott. Over. It really is. Which, if you looked very closely, you could see the top of my head <laughs> because because Steven didn't quite get the camera right at first. So I ended up, like, when I look, you could see just the top of my head. God, that was... I, I normally don't laugh a lot at the oh. pre-show. I mean, I chuckle every now and then, but I was dying. Harsh, tough critic. Yeah. 
Oh, I was gosh. dying laughing. Well, it's probably because I know it's all coming before it happens. Too, oh, yeah. Anyway. There you go. Yep. Well, thank you very much. Check it out me. if you don't watch. And thank you on. for your kind words, Evan. Absolutely, Scott. I love you, buddy. Oh, love you too. No, we just had a moment. <laughs> but download, check it out on the Simple Church YouTube channel for the Candy Monster, the message this Sunday, if you're listening to this after Kevin. November the 5th. Or anything else the Simple yeah. Church does. And if you enjoyed this, let us know. Yeah. And since it is Halloween, I hope you had a happy Halloween. That's right. Let yeah. us know what your costume was. Yeah. Email Scott at the Simple Church on TV. Yeah. And, you know, I hope you gave out lots of candy. Uh, today, we gave out candy at the boardwalk. And I feel like as much candy as we gave out at the boardwalk, we have in my house right now for the kids. Wow. That I think we Shark have enough. Bowl. I think we have more candy than the entire city of Minden. I'm going to be honest with you. So that's amazing. Yep. Do you get a lot of trick-or-treaters? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all were on your honeymoon I was on my year. honeymoon last year, and this year I'm going to be at school, so I have no idea. I'm going to go with no. I've been in that neighborhood for a year now. Haven't seen a lot of kids. <laughs> going to be honest with so you. So what are you going to do with all that candy? I don't know. He's the candy monster. <laughs> I guess we're going to... I guess. Looks like I'm gaining my weight back, guys. <laughs> anyway. Well, happy Halloween. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get more of this or less yes. of this. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> or don't subscribe so you never have to listen Might to Might be the last one we ever do like this, but I enjoyed <laughs> it. And I always enjoy talking to you, Scott. Jordan. Oh, thanks. And I'm sorry you got stripped. Hope you get to feel better. Thank you. Me too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for downloading this episode. We appreciate you listening to Backstage with the Simple Church Podcast. Subscribe so each week you get the new episode when it comes out on Wednesdays. Exactly, because that's what you want is the new content. That's right. Automatically pops up in your feed, Spotify mm. or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. And while you're there, leave a five-star review. Please do, because it helps people find us. And plus, we deserve it. <laughs> that's right, Scott. You do a great job. Oh, so do you. And thanks for listening. Share it with a friend. Send it to somebody that should enjoy this episode and subscribe as well. And thanks for being a part of the Simple Church. Thanks for listening. 